The Week in Bible Prophecy, a Prophecy Watchers podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast today here with Billy Crone. Welcome, Billy. Hey, it's great to be on, Mondo. Yeah, and you, you've been cranking some stuff out, which is, is awesome. Your, your new book here, Klaus Schwab, The World Economic Forum and the Coming Mark of the Beast. And yeah. so for those uh, that are new in the sense of what the material, talk a little bit, take a couple minutes or a minute or so to, to talk about where you've been in the series and then maybe yeah. even where you're going. Well, of course, uh, it's, it's our third uh, one dealing specifically with this character named Klaus Schwab and basically like a giant spider in a giant web. He's right in the middle of it. And once you get locked into who he is, his background, of course, ties with Hitler and the Nazis. That's his family history. You begin to understand where he's getting his ideas from. Uh, and then it begins to explain why things, not just in our own country, but around the world are marching forward the way that they are. There is a specific agenda. These are not random events. Uh, and in fact, you see a unified approach with the different world leaders of how they handle crises and things of that nature and the directions of their economies and how they pitch globalism and all this stuff. It's because it comes from the spider in the web of mm -hmm. Klaus Schwab. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, biblically, what people need to understand is I'm convinced after doing these documentaries and going a deep dive with uh, this character, Klaus Schwab, uh, he and these other people working for him, which is all over the world, uh, they're building what the Bible warned about 2,000 years ago. It's the Antichrist kingdom. And, and basically, I'll just give you a nutshell. Revelation 13, right, mm -hmm. tells you the aspects of the beast, the Antichrist, in his kingdom that he's going to bring during the seven-year tribulation uh, with his religious cohort, the false prophet. Mm -hmm. And basically, in verse 7 there, it says, And he, the Antichrist, was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation, one world government. Verse 8, all the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. you got a one-world religion. Mm -hmm. Then you uh, skip over to now the false prophet working with him, duping the planet, uh, the inhabitants of the earth. It says, and then uh, he also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, to uh, uh, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. So therefore, you're dealing with uh, some sort of... Um, uh, marking system, a biometric system mm -hmm. uh, with people's bodies that's going to be tied into obviously a cashless society on a global basis. So that's a one world economy, uh, economy cashless society. But it also says there, uh, he, they created an image of this beast, the Antichrist. And it says there, he was given power to give breath to the image, verse 15 of the first beast, so that he could speak and cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. And again, the context is globally. So an order is going to go out during the seven year tribulation and you need to worship this beast guy, this Antichrist, and you need to take his mark. And it says, all those who refuse to worship, you were killed. So that means, uh, then how are they going to know anywhere on the planet mm -hmm. when the order goes out, whether people obey or not? Well, that implies, obviously, a global big brother type system where they're going to micromanage the planet, even down to your actions, your behaviors, dare I say, even your thoughts. You know, So, so you put all this together, the Bible describes 2,000 years ago as Revelation 13, the Antichrist kingdom is going to have these big issues. And that is mm -hmm. you're going to see a one world government, a one world religion, uh, a big brother system micromanaging the planet. And you're going to see a one world economy, cashless society tied into people's body parts we call biometrics today, mm -hmm. the mark of the beast, right hand and the forehead. Every single one of those is exactly what Klaus Schwab and the gang are promoting on the planet. So I don't know their heart, only God does. Whether they realize it or not, I'm convinced that they are building the structure, yeah. the foundation for what God warned about 2,000 years ago, the Antichrist kingdom. You know, that, that that's good because I think uh, as anybody can get their Bible out and even, you know, 20 years ago before 
not that Klaus just hasn't been around, but before a lot of people knew about him, you look, you open your Bible to Revelation 13, you just labeled it. You have all these, I think, in terms of, of exegesis. Okay, if I'm going to outline this passage, what do we have here? And you have the big things, you know, again, the, the political system, the religious system, you have the financial or economic system, then you have the, the, big, the big brother system. And you go, well, how would you have the big brother system? Well, you'd have to have the technology. What do you have that? Well, now you have uh, artificial intelligence, you have the biometrics, you might even have quantum computing, which mm -hmm. we think will probably be in. So it's like, oh, it's all here in seed form. Uh, in, in Revelation 13. But let's go back. You mentioned something which I think is interesting. Let's go back to Klaus Schwab for a minute. Um, I know that he has, and we'll put up an image here. Uh, I love the image that he has where he's got like the the uh, Emperor Palpatine mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> robe or yeah. jacket on. And, and whether he does it on purpose, I don't know. But we don't know his heart. But Let's let's for the moment uh, be extremely naive. Okay, mm -hmm. it's just guys. He just wants the best for the world. Um, he's out there thinking that he's he's helping. He, he's trying to help people um, be fed. He's trying to bring organization to the world governments. Um, it is from all the research that you've done, which is a lot. Uh, what do you you don't know his heart, but. Do you think that he believes that he's doing good? Well, that's that's the big unknown. But what my point is, being a little pragmatic, it doesn't stop what he's doing and promoting. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have a couple suspicions uh, based on his family background and involvement. And then also based on what he freely admits in interviews, his books that most people don't read and they don't watch the interviews. Uh, and his think tank called the World Economic Forum mm -hmm. that's been training people for years mm -hmm. to follow his agenda. yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So so basically, uh, his background, my first suspect, I came across this, I'm going, no, nah, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. That mm -hmm. sounds too obvious because, uh, but basically, we did the deep dive on it. And his background is Klaus Schwab grew up in Hitler's Germany in Ravensburg. Because what year was he born? Do you remember? Uh, I, I don't remember the year, but his his dad ran a factory in Ravensburg that Klaus, uh, Klaus grew up in, mm -hmm. but it was a model Nazi factory. Mm -hmm. And uh, that the Nazis, he won awards, he, this, you, you're a model company. He used slave labor, uh, in his, his dad's name was Eugene, worked with the Nazis, mm -hmm. and he made mun munitions for the Nazis, whatever. He used slave labor, he used POWs, which to me adds credence to Klaus's phrase that everybody's heard now by you'll own nothing to be happy, yeah. you know, like slave labor, because yeah. that's really what yeah. he wants to do. Uh, and, and on and on it goes, uh, Ravensburg was also one of the first, uh, German cities, uh, on the eugenics program from Hitler, including the extermination, extermination of what's considered useless people, useless eaters and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So where his whole background, the place where he grew up, his dad, this factory, the Nazis, he's all in on Hitler's agenda. And basically, that was the light bulb moment for me because they're like, wait a second, that's starting to fill in the cracks for me. Because basically, in a nutshell, what Klaus is bringing to the planet. He, now, of course, he's not going to say, this is the rise of the Fourth Reich. No, yeah. So he relabels it. <clears throat> yeah. And it's the fourth, not the Fourth Reich, the fourth industrial revolution. It really is the Fourth Reich. Yeah. And because what he's doing is he's taking Hitler's agenda and his Third Reich. Because Hitler was going to bring, if, and we did a deep dive on mm -hmm. the Third Reich, to see, what, okay, what was Hitler really up to? if he could have accomplished it. And it's it's exactly what Klaus was mm -hmm. trying to now bring, not just to Germany, but to the whole planet. So basically Hitler's agenda, he's relabeled it, repackaged it, yep. fourth industrial revolution. Sometimes it's called agenda 2030. That's their target date mm -hmm. to get it all in place. 
or of course the Great Reset. And they want to reset the planet into this new utopia, but really it should be called the Fourth Reich. But he's taken Hitler's agenda, he only made it as far as Germany, and now Klaus and the gang is now bringing it to the whole planet. And you think, well, how are they pulling this off? Well, you mentioned the leaders, right? Well, this is the function of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. Most people are starting to catch on what the World Economic Forum is. These global elites, they, they go there in Davos, Switzerland, and they, they meet there at this place, the World Economic Forum, to discuss the economic issues of the day and where Klaus admits on tape that they're steering the planet in the direction they want it to go. But it isn't just a place where these global leaders meet annually once a year. So well, it's a training ground. So, so I want to I want to hold that the leaders one because I want to go a little deeper on that. Okay. Um, but let's let's stick with the the the, the ring leader here for a minute because yeah. it seems to me that if we look at um, what you just described with Hitler and, and you've done it in the previous mm -hmm. um, documentaries. Same thing. The same categories were there. The mm -hmm. politics, the religion. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they, he claimed that they, he was part of a Lutheran church, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have the technology, as we know, Operation Paperclip. These guys were brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, Russia recruited and captured a lot of them. And of course, a lot of them came over to America. They're the reason that <laughs> we have a lot of the, the, the scientists, the scientists yeah. and stuff. So. They have the technology. They have the the big brother. You know, back then at least, you know the they had the badge on the Jews or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have the big brother mentality, the ghettos, the same categories in Revelation thirteen were there for Hitler, mm -hmm. and and so here they're repackaging, as you said. Um, but l let's let's think about Klaus for a minute here. Uh, regardless, like you said, Hitler believed he was doing. He was doing a good thing mm -hmm. for humanity, right? For the sake of humanity. And so Klaus coming along and him as this figure, uh, regardless of how he sounds, he still has the heritage of growing up all that ideology, I'm sure his father mm -hmm. in, inculcated in him. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I don't think, I think this is also now coming out too. Uh, I don't think that the Nazi regime ever went away. As you mentioned, we deliberately, as the United mm -hmm. States of America, pulled a ton of them into our country yep. and uh, gave them immunity. Exactly. Because we wanted the knowledge yep. and the science and technology. We sold out. But yeah. we weren't the only country. And by the way, they didn't just go to countries to cut a deal. A lot of them escaped. Yeah. Argentina, so I really Soviet think, Union. And, yeah. and that's all now people, even mm -hmm. even the History Channel, I mentioned that, you know, as a bare minimum. So. Uh, but they admit that it never went away. And so, again, I think that Klaus Schwab grew up in that group. And basically, he's trying to Nazify the planet. Yeah. Uh, and again, where is it headed? The Bible's the only book on the planet tells us where. It's, it's the mark of the beast system. It's the Antichrist kingdom, whether he realizes it or not. But but you you look at, again, we took a deep dive on the Third Reich. What was, what was how did Hitler pitch this utopia that he was trying to bring to the planet, the mm -hmm. thousand-year Reich? I kid you not, and I didn't even know this until I did the research. It wasn't just about taking control of the world and he took control of the economy. He took control of everything. He took control of the economy. He took control of the medical system. He took control of the school system. Newspapers, he took yep. pull of the media. Every mm -hmm. aspect of media was only propaganda for yep. what he wanted to do. He took control of the scientific community. He took control uh, to, to, to push yep. that mm -hmm. in the schools. Mm -hmm. uh, the movies, their version of Hollywood and all that stuff, the radio and all that stuff was under his control. He also took control of the transportation system. In fact, he, he had a dream for everybody. It's going to be great. And that's where they built the Audubon, which is still in existence today. Uh, but also he, he created this... Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be great for all of us. You told me we're all going to have our own car. And it was called the people's car. You know what that is translating in German? Volkswagen. Is it really? The people's car. 
that came from Hitler. We're all going to, and now today, you know, it's electric cars. We're all going to car to save the planet. It's the same agenda. But he also, believe it or not, Hitler took over property, private property lands because he was there to save the environment, to save the animals. Even Hitler, even, I I kid you not, part of the utopia. We're going to get rid of pollution, all this stuff. And you're looking, and so I, 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 right, I'm going, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at every single thing that was promised in the Third Reich. Much of it I didn't even know. I knew some of it, but not, not that. Every single aspect is being promoted by Klaus Schwab, except now it's not just for Germany, it's for the whole planet. And of course, you don't call it the new Fourth Reich. People would no, freak out. Yeah, they, yeah. So he's just relabeled it. And that's really when things begin to open up. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This guy's not suffying the planet. And he's relabeled it all. And he's taking control of all these aspects. And we saw that control over the last crisis that's been happening oh, yeah, the last totally. couple of years. So, so yeah, let, let, we'll summarize this segment because um, so here you have a guy that regardless of, again, now I'm going to get out of my naive, that was just a naive way. So regardless, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's a puppet. Mm-hmm. We know he's an unbeliever. Uh, he doesn't embrace Jesus Christ. So by definition, he's a child of the devil, mm-hmm. according to First John. Um, he's being he's controlled he's a, a man of the flesh ephesians 2 right he's a, he, the spirit works in the sons of disobedience so here you have i mean we have all these scriptures that here's a guy that is blind that it will be used by god what regardless of his or by the, by god to allow satan is going to use his puppet mm-hmm. to create the infrastructure for this coming system so you know we we see him regardless of what he thinks he's doing it now so let's transition to another topic on this because right. kind of establishing that let's talk about the leaders. Let's go back. You were, you were talking about here. He establishes the world economic forum, uh, 1971, and he begins to do what with this? Let's talk about it. Right. Well, again, even to this day, a lot of people think, well, okay, the world economic forum, they're used to it. Now they hear about, they don't go into necessarily a lot of what they really talk about, but they hear about their annual meetings at the World mm-hmm. Economic Forum, the global elites, and then they kind of leave us in the media with the impression, the general media, the impression that, oh, they're there just to help steer the economy to keep things going for us. Isn't it's, that it's wonderful? Economic. That, 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 as if it's only economic. Right. Like, yeah, right. And it's not. It's not. Uh, that's the ruse. Uh, it used to be called, when he first started in 1971, it was the European Management uh, Forum, uh-huh. right? And then I think it was in 1987, he turns it to the World mm-hmm. Economic Forum. Globalist, yeah, here right? we go. And that starts to tell you what it's really all about. It isn't just for Europe. It's not just over there. Do you think he meant it that way or he realized that the, the success he was having early on, that he could do this globally instead of just European? I think that was the plan the whole time. Okay. And again, I really think that in a nutshell, uh, uh, that he's basically bringing his version of utopia, the Fourth Reich, yep. uh, to the planet. And that's been the end game this whole time. But it isn't just a place where they think about and talk about finances. In fact, I even have him on tape and others. They, they, they admit that we're gathering here to steer the planet. Mm-hmm. So their, th- think their about agenda. that. Yeah. Yeah. To their agenda. Yep. What happened to nation sovereignty? I mean, that mm-hmm. should be an alarming statement. You'd think that uh, any sovereign nation would go, excuse me, back off. But every developed nation around the world, including our own, has tons of people that go there. So they're yeah. in on it. Yeah. Back our, in the- our leaders. I mean, so let, let's, let's do that. So that's, yeah. let's talk about, um, these are key. These are people in every country, yeah. every, every layer. Uh, let's, who are some of them? Let, let's, I mean, who are, right. who, who are well, some of these? Yeah. Well, let me describe what he's been doing. Yeah, Cause he started this in 1971. So basically yeah. he's had 50 years of what? Not just talking about finances, not as he admits with global elites mm-hmm. steering the planet yeah. where they want it to go. What happened to national sovereignty there? 
but it's a training ground. People see, they don't get this aspect. It's a training ground. In fact, they don't hide it. You can go to their website, the World Economic Forum, right? And they even have a YouTube channel, believe it or not. And they admit all this stuff. Isn't that some of them are certified, right? That they- well, well, what they have, it the, the program is called the Young Global Leaders Program, right? Uh, and uh, it used to be called World Shapers. Then they changed it to Young Global Leaders because maybe that's a little too obvious. To <laughs> exactly. Right. And basically, if I were to give you an analogy, again, he's taking everything that Hitler did and he's bringing it to the world. He's training SS agents. Mm-hmm. And the SS agents did the dirty work of Hitler, right? Yep. The strong arm. Well, that's what the World Economic Forum has been doing for 50 years. And they call them young global leaders. I call them SS agents. Mm -hmm. And they have been indoctrinated by Klaus and agreed to work with him to push his agenda. And then uh, uh, they've been doing that for, again, I think the first class was in 1992, which included people like uh, the Clintons, by the way. The first graduate. Uh, Angela Merkel from Germany, right? Those are some of the first graduates, not the only ones, obviously. And, uh, but then, uh, even now, more recently in the early 2000s, they began a new group, a subgroup of the young, uh, even younger global leaders. Uh, and these are people who specifically will be trained by the World Economic Forum to follow Klaus's agenda under the age of 30. And so basically, admittedly, as they describe that, is they, uh, are basically, to give a vernacular analogy, um, they're like the, the minor leagues. Uh, and then you, you basically, it's a proving ground before you make it to the major uh-huh. leagues. And so they're creating these, they're, they're growing a crop of future SS agents. And then they handpick out of this minor league to, to bring them to up, bring up into oh, that. Okay. And then those guys that make it to the major leagues, they're the ones that are implanted around the world. And again, they're SS agents because they're basically trained who have agreed to work with Klaus Schwab. And then once you get this, cause it's not just an economic think tank steering the world, which is bad enough. But it's a training ground of SS agents who will do Klaus's bidding to bring on what he calls this Great Reset. It's really the Fourth Reich to rule the planet. And I'm convinced is the foundation of the Antichrist kingdom. Pick a country, pick a leader. They're they're plants. And and I'll give you just some examples. You know, we talked about the Clintons, whatever. Um, But um, Joe Biden uh, is uh, a plant from the World Economic Forum. Uh, and that's an easy one to prove. Uh, Joe Biden, if you recall, he ran on what was his slogan, his campaign slogan, Build Back Better. Mm-hmm. Most people don't realize that's straight out of the mouth oh, of Klaus Schwab. 100%. Right. He also used in his campaign, and this is Biden, we're headed for a dark winter. And I remember yeah. in the campaign, people saying, well, that's not a positive message. Usually if you're trying to win the presidency, you want to mm-hmm. say that. Something. Why is he talking about that? That's a direct phrase. Yeah. From Klaus Schwab. The montages the that you gave are right, awesome. Right. So he he basically told us from the beginning, most people didn't get it, who he was working for. And then in order to bring in this great reset, the great reset, just real quick, it, it's a, a double-edged sword or t- two sides to the same coin. It's an economic reset, but it's also a human reset because he's big on eugenics and yeah, all exactly. that. That's a whole other topic. But, but in order <clears throat> for the great reset to happen, you have to get rid of the current. Uh, financial system, which is based on the dollar. So we have to go. So they brought Biden in to deliberately crash the system because America's got to go in yeah, order America, to reset yeah, it America's in this new. Good. And then, so then you go back to Biden and it, he, it's not obvious, only obvious that he's working by his campaign slogan. What was the first thing he did when he came to power? Biden. The first day he shut off the pipelines. Yeah. He began to dismantle the American system. That was working. That was working absolutely fantastic. And from then forward, has been doing everything he can to cripple the system. And people say, you know, Biden, he's just making all these dumb decisions. 
Nothing's uh, accidental. Here. No, it's, it's not. not he's dumb. he's. It's not dumb decisions. It's he deliberate guided, decisions yeah. by guided by the mandate of Klaus Schwab to destroy America because America's got to go to reset this whole system. Yeah. And I like the acronym. You've seen it. And boy, by the way, it'd make a great T-shirt. But it's Biden, and basically it says bumbling imbecile destroying the entire nation. Yeah. And but that's really what he's up yeah. to in a nutshell with that. But again, it's not just Biden. Uh, you got. Uh, Justin Trudeau, Canada. Well, so, 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 so let, <laughs> let, let's on that. So, what I found going back to your build, the Build Back Better, mm-hmm. is if you want to know who the players are, the I, I believe you had it in, in one of the other videos, but um, the montage of Build Back Better, and you have Trudeau, you have Macron, you have Merkel. I mean, King Charles before you ski. I mean, you have it's like there you have it. Uh, uh, even um, um, Kamala, it's like these guys are parroting all of the same. They're using the same phraseology, which didn't come from that. They're not. It's like it's original. They're not. No. So that's so. So let's. So you have those. Who else do we have? Who else are the players that have kind of graduates? Whether they graduate or not, they're still part participating. Well, exactly. Well, and again, uh, you're right. It all comes from Klaus. Mm-hmm. They're voicing Klaus's words that he's he's told us in advance what he's bringing to the planet yeah. in his books and his interviews in the World Economic Forum. Most people don't avail themselves to it. So he's been portraying this for a long time. Uh, but you mentioned, uh, of course, to Biden. But uh, you mentioned uh, ju- uh, we mentioned Justin Trudeau of Canada, mm-hmm. yep. right? Uh, there's Macron in France. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned Angela Merkel, Germany. Yep. Uh, but you pick any developed nation; these guys are uh, be plants. I'll, I'll give you even a recent one. Uh, recently, uh, they uh, after Boris Johnson left in the UK, mm-hmm. who they pick? The Sunak guy. Yeah. Guess where he's from. World Economic Forum. Yeah, absolutely. I'll bring it home even more here to the United States. And against every developed nation, you, you look at their cabinet, you look at the people controlling the country, they're World Economic Forum plants. I call them SS agents because yep. that's really what they are. They're doing his bidding. By the way, doesn't that explain how – don't you find it strange that 190 different countries around the world exactly reacted in complete unison to the crisis that came a couple of years ago? That was manufactured, yep. but everybody lock and step did the exact same yeah. procedure at the exact same time with the like exact same methodology. Yep. Right. And it, it, so that answers that question because they're all plants and he's had 50 years to plant these people around. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a more recent one, even here in America. And this is true with all countries. It's not just the leaders at the top, like uh, for us to be currently, unfortunately, Biden, but uh, Trudeau and all these other people in the country. It's the, the uh, media conglomerates. Yeah. yeah. By the way, both sides of the aisle. It isn't just Agreed. the ABC, yep. CNN, even Fox News. And, I mean, you, you, and oh, by the way, and this is an easy thing to demonstrate. The World Economic Forum actually has a searchable database on their website. I've Start typing it. in people's yeah, names I've and you're it. like, what? Yep. I didn't realize that Maria Barta Tolomo uh-huh. from Fox News is on there. Yep, she's World Economic Forum. Yep. I thought they were supposed to be fair and balanced. They're all in it together, yep. man. And it starts to explain why we're experiencing what we're doing. No matter what we do, it just keeps marching forward the same agenda. But, but so is the uh, corporations, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, um, uh, Elon Musk, all these guys, they work together with Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, uh, and, and things of that nature. But it's, it's uh, e- Democrats, Republicans, both sides of the yeah, aisle. There's, there's, uh, yep. and, and let me give you a really current one. Uh, we just went through this as a nation with the, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. It took him 15 times to get that guy voted in. It's never happened. In the history of the United States of America, that many times to vote. I think there was one like in the 1870s. Okay. It was yeah. like 42 or something, but never yeah. in modern history. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like 15. You'd think it's after six, you'd give <laughs> up and 
realize it ain't going to happen. Why did they do that? Yeah. Go to the World Economic Forum, type in the words in their database, Kevin McCarthy, bang, he pops right up. He's a World Economic Forum yeah. guy. That's why they had to get him in. They had to get right? him in. Yeah. In fact, we share a meme uh, actually in the book and on the videos too, uh, and back to Europe. And somebody this is okay, well, with the uh, election of Sunak, who's a World Economic Forum guy there, their new uh, prime minister guy, uh, says, okay, great. Now we have a World Economic Forum media, World Economic Forum prime minister, World Economic Forum. They go down the list. And it's true. Yeah, it's true. And so really in a nutshell, what people don't get, it's not, the World Economic Forum is not just a global think tank where they admit on tape that it's steering the planet the way they want to go, which is alarming enough. Mm -hmm. But since 1971, it's been a SS training ground for this Hitlerian agenda, I call it, for the whole planet. And he's had 50 years, Mondo, of planning these people in every country around the world, and not just the politics, but the yeah. media, the corporations, the banking system, the whole nine yards. And, and he admits he's, he's had 50 years to plan them, you know what the trigger was to start it, to put, all right, we got everybody in place. What do, what do we need? We need a crisis. Yeah. And that crisis that everybody knows about, yeah. right, he admits on tape was the event well, you know to let's, get this all started. Let's, let's jump onto that, that topic. And, and you know, obviously, uh, we need to do it carefully. <laughs> but let's, everybody knows the crisis. I mean, you know, the 2021, okay. We don't necessarily need to get into uh, some of the, the particular medical pokes and other things, that, whatever. The, the, the evidence is out there on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But let's talk about the way it was used on a global scale mm -hmm. because let's go back even prior to 20 because uh, as far as I remember, it was really December of – was it, it was December of 19 and then in like really I think in Washington was the mm -hmm. first person that came across in, in January of 20 uh, January of 20 mm -hmm. and uh, but a couple of years before that I think it was what 1819 where Bill Gates or whoever they were having this this just in case a coronavirus mm -hmm. was ever to happen we need to be prepared right kind of a practice and you're like it's like a playbook, mm -hmm. and and, and what I have found is that they're not even they're not even worried that we know that because no. like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. So how then? Um, let's talk about the the influence that these people that were in place over the last many years. Mm -hmm. This crisis appears. Right. What happened? Well, again, it's their modus of operandi, right? And it's nothing new. It's a communist uh, operandi, uh, and that is you create a crisis, you manage the outcome. Well, see, these guys are wanted to change the planet for this great reset. Basically, again, take what Hitler did in Germany and force it upon the whole world. And relabel, of course, because you don't want to call it, you know, same thing Hitler did. People freak out and catch on. Uh, but anyway, so it's a global revamping of the planet. Well, if you're going to revamp the planet, you've got to come up with not just a local, but a what? Mm -hmm. Global crisis. And then you come in, wink, wink, with the global fix. Yeah. And they're not done. Most people don't get this. They're not done with just the last crisis you mentioned happened in 2021. Uh, that gave them a two-year running start to begin to get this all in place. Well, also, it's like a test run to see what the response and to see where it failed, where it could have gotten mm -hmm. better. Yeah. I mean, you could see where it failed and where it didn't fail in the, in the U.S., which right. is, again, the biggest stumbling block. But in Europe, it seems like with the world – you have the CDC here. You have the World Health Organization everywhere else. And then to see the response and the success rates, mm -hmm. that was a perfect test run. Well, a test run, and dare I say, uh, the reason why we saw the un-American approach 
as Americans is because who was in office when they were rolling with this stuff and with the Biden administration things and they, they're working World Economic Forum plans. Yep. So, of course, they're not going to say, hey, this goes against America's sovereignty or, hey, this is against America's freedoms. Hey, that goes against the First and Second or the First Amendment and things mm -hmm. of that nature, because that's not what they're thinking. They're, yeah. they're, they're sellouts. I, back in the day, I'll just call it what it is. Uh, these guys are traitors. Yeah. Uh, and back in the day, they're not loyal uh, to the Constitution. No, they're not loyal sure. to the Constitution at all. They're loyal to Klaus Schwab and the gang. They're they're in on the, the same agenda. But most people don't realize. Okay, that got them two years. And, and admittedly, Klaus said that this is going to be the trigger. That event is going to be the trigger to bring this great reset in the planet. So the whole thing was planned, mm -hmm. and it, it started it. But then, after two years, it started to die down. So they had to come up with another crisis. That was the Ukraine issue. Mm -hmm. And Ukraine issue has been run for a year, and that gave him another excuse to kind of keep this fear factor going. We'll see what's happening to the planet. We've got to grab control. But the other aspect is the um, most people don't realize right now they're doing more practice runs. This is on tape. They're doing practice runs on the next crisis, crisis. from is, a is bug. It, is it going to be a health crisis? Well, there's a couple different versions. Okay. We'll have to unfortunately wait and see what they have planned. Yeah, I, I've just heard right. recently that they're that they believe the next iteration of of the health crisis is going to be more deadly. And there, and I, in some places, I've even just recently like it was already in. It's already having its. It's already been rolled out, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again. It makes sense because people have woken up on the last so-called crisis mm -hmm. and realized, boy, we got duped. Uh, yeah, and that thing didn't, didn't kill everybody, yeah, exactly. whatever, and ripped off our freedom. So a lot of people waking up. So if you're going to do the same thing, part two, and this sounds sick, but I really think this yeah. is, could be their agenda. You're going to have to do one that really is going to do, really do the job Undeniable. to live up to the fear yep. factor, meaning it's going to kill a lot of people. But it's all going to be deliberate, just like the last time. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another one, and Klaus said this on tape. I think there's options. They're, looking, they're weighing their options. My point is they're going to keep the crisis coming until they get the job done. Their target date is 2030. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's why it's called Agenda 2030. So, um, but he's already on tape saying maybe the next one will be a cyber pandemic. I, well, I, and, and, but let's talk about that for a minute because just recently they had a, just like they had the coronavirus, you know, hey, everybody, we need to talk about this. They had the cyber, <laughs> they had a cyber one. You're like, Right. They're just they're signaling mm -hmm. publicly right. what they believe is coming or what they know is coming, maybe. Yeah. What they're planning. Well, and I would say what they're planning on coming because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what they do. And of course, because they need continual global crisis yeah. to bring in a revamping of the global existence, the planet. And, and so, you know, another one's coming. You know, if we're still alive and still here, it's, it's, they're, they're going to come up with something. It could be a part two of what they did the first yeah. time. Uh, it could be another war, but even bigger yeah. than what's currently going on, because yeah, yeah. that's always a good excuse. Uh, or it could be like this cyber pandemic, but you know it's coming. So my point is uh, for people to stick their head in the sand and act like they're not going to, okay, whew, we made it through. That was a crazy yeah, last couple of years. Yeah, it's great. Right? These guys are still in power. Mm -hmm. They're still invaded our country. They're still in power in our country and influence with corporations and the media and the politicians both sides of the aisle. Don't kid yourself that they're going to keep it going because they're going to keep it going. Because, again, they tell you what they're doing. Like one guy said, evil loves to brag. Mm -hmm. It really These yeah. guys in your face will just tell you exactly what yeah. they're bringing. They'll smile while they're yeah. doing it. Yeah. And, again, the important thing for us is I'm convinced it's what the Bible warned about 2,000 years ago. Yeah. It's the Antichrist kingdom. And we need to take this serious. Um, but they, they love to brag. But, again, they brag about we want all this in place, this takeover of the planet, this micromanage the planet. A one-world government, a cashless system, a mark-of-the-beast biometric 
mm-hmm. tying every individual on the planet into the system, a big brother society, uh, including knowing your thoughts with brain chips, all this crazy stuff. And they admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, an altering of humanity in their image because they're transhumanists. That's yeah. a whole other issue. And, That's the whole know, way for them and, and they want to life, yeah. recreate mankind genetically into something better to serve them better and things of that nature. To annihilate 90% of the population of the planet mm-hmm. is another one that gen- it's all sick. But they, they have a target date. They want this in place, whether they only God knows, because uh, he, by the way, is the one that's really in charge, yeah, Psalm chapter that, two. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they want it in place by 2030. So you got seven more years to go to get the job done. So you know more global crises are going to be manufactured because they told us with the, the first one, uh, that was, and this is their word, that was the trigger. And they're all in now. That, and that started a chain reaction of, and, and they're, and of course, people don't get it. They're, they're creating the chain reaction mm-hmm. to, we got, okay, we got 10 years basically to get this thing into play. You know, I want to talk more about uh, the 2030, but in this, and we'll, we'll in the next little s- segment, but let's let's step back for a minute. And all the things you just described, uh, you were pastoring, I was pastoring uh, during those two years. And uh, the thing that drives, whether it's the health that we saw, the health crisis before, or maybe a cybersecurity, at the end of the day, you mentioned it earlier, let's talk about the role of fear. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, that that is and the verse is Hebrews two fourteen uh, that the devil through people's fear of death keeps mm-hmm. people in bondage. Now we're yeah. rescued from that because we understand that the eternal life and well if I die for the cause big deal I, I have eternal life right. But an unbeliever doesn't have that same confidence that we do. But let's talk about whether it's fear of losing your life or uh, maybe cybersecurity, fear of losing your money or your identity or mm-hmm. your financial health, which, again, finances and health drive a lot of humanity, which is not wrong. It's just it's understandable. But from a spiritual perspective, um, how should those threats not intimidate us with fear? Well, again, what's the scripture say? Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear but power, love, and sound mind. And when we're walking in the spirit with Jesus Christ, uh, our mind is not going to be one that's full of fear. Uh, and even amidst of chaos, because he's the one who governs these lives, our future is in his hands. It's safe and secure. Uh, fear is the exact opposite of how we're supposed to walk. We walk by faith, mm-hmm. not by sight. Dare I say, not by fear. Fear really is the opposite uh, side of the same coin of faith. Faith yeah. is being sure of what you do not see, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, our trust is in God. Yeah. But what's fear? Fear is uh, the opposite of faith, but it's the same thing. It's a reaction to what you do not see, but yeah, it might be voice. Well, yeah. Maybe it could happen. You don't yeah. see it, but there. So it's the opposite of faith. So again, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, and fear is the opposite of faith, how we're supposed to live. So number one, that tells you, if you're in a state of fear, it's not coming from God, mm-hmm. right? It's generated by these guys. Now, why are these guys generating it? Well, because there's two aspects of their modus of operandi. I mentioned one. One is you create a crisis, even a global crisis, then you can manage the outcome, the global outcome. The other aspect is the crisis has to generate sufficient fear, which is not of God. Mm-hmm. Well, why is that? Because they know human nature, and this is the tactic. People are more apt to surrender their freedoms in a time of fear than in a time of peace. So they have to keep continual fear going because they know that that's when we will be tempted to compromise. Mm-hmm. Personal freedom, dare I say, national sovereignty, and dare I say, to trust in man 
yeah. for a false sense of peace, and and which you'll never get from man. The only one you want peace from is Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. He's the one to give you peace and calm in the midst of the storm. Read the scripture. Hello. Yeah. Right. And not only here and now, but one day, praise God, we're out of this mess and for all eternity. Uh, but that's the tactic that they use is fear. You got to create the crisis, but it's not just a crisis. We have to continually keep people in a state of fear because we know historically that's what will get them. To, we'll whittle them down little by little and get them like cows in a yeah. stall in the direction we want them to go. You know, and dare say we, we, we think about the contrast between the world. I mean, John sixteen thirty three. you know, my, I've given you my peace. Mm-hmm. In this world, you're going to have what? Tribulation. But be of good cheer, right? I've overcome mm-hmm. the world. It's a, it's a great verse that we understand that even... Until even though until the rapture happens, we might have little t tribulation. I mean, we're not we're not we're not mm-hmm. Christ, American Christians have not been given this extra uh, get out of jail, get out of tribulation card. Things could get tough for us mm-hmm. before it happens. Yeah, and I think what I saw in the church, sadly, I saw some success, but I also saw some opportunities for growth. <laughs> if I want <laughs> yeah. to say it that way, exactly, or just honestly plain sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people like. Man, listen, you know, your brother and sister, you're sitting there in the counseling office and you're like, you're caving in to what the media is portraying. And they got you all worked up. You're twisted in a pretzel yeah, because of these, uh, the fear of death or the fear of all these prognostications and the whole world. And, 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 they, and they, people falling apart, yeah. not leaving their house for weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, did you see that in your, oh, absolutely. It's the fear factor. And, uh, uh, but, but where did the peace and the wisdom and the direction come from? Well, it, it came from, well, wait a second, wait a second. Let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. And what does God say about this? And that's when people began to, okay, take a deep breath. Because I think most people were, the first couple of weeks, were like, I call it the shock and awe. Yeah, and it, it was, was designed on it purpose designed to do that. that. There's no doubt. And then lock you in your house and shock and awe this. Yeah, is millions, we're going to die. Two weeks to flatten the curve, right. whatever. That was a big but lie. <laughs> if people would get back to the scripture, which is Christians were supposed to, you begin to, like we did, I smell a rat here. Yep. And the first clue for us was, wait a second, you're asking us to do something that violates the scripture. Hebrews says, do not forsake the assembly as brethren, as some are in the habit of doing. I looked into the Greek there and it blew me away. I read that passage, I don't know how many different times, but you know what the phrase there, as some are in the habit of doing, literally means in the Greek, as prescribed by law. Mm. So then I looked that word up in the New Testament and I want to see every usage of that. And every usage either referred to Jewish religious law or Roman civil law. And so basically it could be read like this. uh, Do not forsake the assembly of the brethren as prescribed by law. Yeah. And then, so we're like, wait a second, you're asking us to violate the scripture. God says, I don't care if the law says don't meet. You meet, don't forsake the assembly of the brethren. Right? And, And then on top of that, it was not only a violation, they're asking us to violate the scripture. It was a violation of... Our Constitution yeah, and our Bill exactly, of Rights yeah. as, as uh, Americans, the First Amendment. Yeah. It's not just the right to free speech and free press. It's the right to assemble, right? And dare I say, that's why the second one followed that. And that tells you how important the first one is because they just escaped this from England. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And they England understood. was telling them, no, you cannot worship this way. You cannot. No, you got to be Catholic. No, you got to be this. Or no, you can't do whatever. And they said, forget it. The number one thing we're having on our list is you cannot tell me, yep. right? My, we can't get together. I can't get together and I can't worship 
how one and 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 press to share yeah. information. By yeah. the way, that was all wrapped in the first one. But what was what was the second one? Do you think that was by chance? I don't think so. <laughs> the right to bear arms, and it wasn't talking about wearing uh, you know, no. shirtless sleeves. No. It was that wrong bear arms. It was to bear arms in case the government violated the first one. Yep. Then we said, no, we're taking our government back. You're over the line. You went over. There. So for us, it was uh, yeah. You used fear, but you get back to the scripture and begin to like wait a second. God's in control here. This thing is a bug. I still think it's a, bi- a bioweapon that was deliberately oh, yeah, done. No doubt, and that's yep. all coming out now. Yep. Uh, but listen, he took care of us with other things historically, even some serious ones in yeah. history. Yeah. You plague, know, plague and Black yeah. Death. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like dried up on the throne now? Uh, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's distracted on the backside of Jupiter and he's not paying attention to what's going on. Hello. Right. So he really, he all of a sudden he can't. This is too big for God. It's like, whoa. Take a deep breath. And then, by the way, God will take care of us as he always has. Yep. Right? Use common sense like we've always done. Yeah, exactly. Get back to the scripture. And the scripture says, and, P- and then I remember, I don't know if you went through this. We went through the, oh, but Romans 13. Of course. Oh, yeah. Slapping back right. at you. I yeah. said, okay, yeah, let's look at that. Let's look at I said, it. so let's also look at it biblically in its mm-hmm. biblical context. So does that mean everything? Yeah, we're supposed to honor the government, right? And submit to the That's authorities over us. Yeah, it's to honor but the But what if the government said, hey, which is which is on the books in some areas. Hey, you can murder children. Yep. Do do I honor that? Yep. Do I submit to that? Or do we realize? Well, of course not. That's unbiblical. Yeah, you don't murder children. You don't murder that. anybody. Yep. But that's what the government allows. Yeah. So am I supposed to submit? Of course not. The biblical caveat is the Book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Right is the easy example to bring up. Yep. And yes, we obey the government, but when they ask us to disobey God, <laughs> we always five, go no. with God, right? And that's yeah. what they said. They were told, don't you mention this name of Jesus anymore. What they do? You tell us whether we're going to obey God or man. Yeah. They went out and preached the name of Jesus. Absolutely. They rebelled against the government, the authority yeah. over them, right? And so that's the same thing. So the government was telling us to stop meeting together, which is a violation of the scripture. Yeah. On top of that, it was a violation of our First Amendment, which, by the way, if you do the research, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, was based on biblical principles. Absolutely. That's why 100%. we can support it as a Christian. So, but again, it was fear, and it was media-generated fear, and and then it became the joke. Y'all, you know who's watching CNN when they don't just have a mask on, but then they got the face mask, <laughs> yep. and then they're doing it while they're driving the car with the windows rolled with, up. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah. To watch driving down the road and seeing people in their car with the windows up. It's like the best thing you could do is have fresh air. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so let's go. Let's go to another topic here because uh, th- this, um, Tyler, I'm gonna. That was a little long. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Just so you know that I'm gonna. Do it. All right, so let's go to another topic here. In, in, in I'm looking at the at your book, and you have several chapters, which we can't do all of them, but you, we have here the Great Reset, uh, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset Agenda 2030, Fourth Industrial Revolution, and the China UN connection. So. My question is, uh, Klaus Schwab has gone on and said he loves China. Yeah. But scripturally, uh, get your thoughts on this from an end times perspective. Mm-hmm. It would seem that China, the kings of the east, if we look at it that way, uh, and even today, Russia, Putin, they even though uh, they seem to be like the odd man out in rebelling against the West. So let me, uh, sorry, I'm taking a long time to think this through. Originally, as you mentioned, the World Economic Forum is based in Europe. And we understand that most likely the, the Antichrist system probably will be based in Europe, mm-hmm. I imagine. Mm-hmm. It's, of course, we know it's going to go global. So does China, kings of the East, 
do they end up rebelling against this? They embrace it at first. What's your, what's your prophetically? What's your thoughts on it? Because well, we know that the Antichrist is fighting against others mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, exactly. Well, and again, I think uh, they're building this utopia, but the Bible tells us in the seven-year tribulation, it, he starts out, but the wheels start falling off, mm-hmm. and then then it's on. And I think to a certain extent, if I were, if I were to guess, like right now, you're like, why would China, China? China has never stopped wanting to take over the planet yeah. with communism. And by the way, with Russia, and they're working together, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Bible tells us uh, the direction of where ultimately it's heading. Uh, number one, Russia, I think, is going to come down and invade Israel, mm-hmm. which is a whole other topic. you got your Ezekiel 38, Gog and Magog issue, uh, and things of that nature. And I think they're even being baited yeah. and hooked yep. you know, with what Klaus and the gang are doing. And things of that nature, not giving them a free pass. They got their own wicked agenda and stuff. I'm not saying that right. you know, Putin's an ally. I mean, World Empire is woke, and Putin is very anti woke, and so he's been talking a lot about that. So there, right. you have him against. So right. you still have some right. but, but, lines being drawn. Right. But China, we know at some point, China, and you got the kings of the East. You know, things aren't the, the Antichrist starts out. He seems like he's got it all together. Yeah. But again, according to the Scripture, the wheels start falling off. And now he's got to take on these guys who rebel against them. Now Most he's got to take on these frogs guys. Are sent out right, right. to exactly. draw people to war of Armageddon. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, a demonic right. influence. And so I, I think right now, if I were to if I were to just guess geopolitically, you're going like, why would China, who wants to take over the planet, their words not mine, and that's the communist agenda, yeah, by the way. Of course. Yep. Uh, why would they cooperate with Klaus? Well, I think it's a temporary cooperation, mm-hmm. right? And, and and the Bible tells us it will be a temporary uh-huh. cooperation because at some point you can, you could use the phraseology the wheels are going to fall off they changed their mind or or Klaus was using them but they were doing the double yeah and both, they're, they're actually both double they're, agents right on and so they were using him <laughs> yep because basically what Klaus is bringing to the and, and I think this is why China is so eager to cooperate seem to cooperate. Mm-hmm. Is because basically, and this is actually in print, people are starting to realize what this great reset is, including the economic reset, including digitizing the planet, uh, digitizing the finances, biometrically controlling, basically bringing China model to the world. Mm -hmm. And China is the test case. And that's why Klaus says on tape repeatedly, he loves China. China's great. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, how this is not a national sovereignty issue is beyond me. Yeah. And the reason why we don't hear about it is because the people in office right now work for Schwab. Mm -hmm. But they admit in their Great Reset, and I quote, this is one of their planks. They have eight planks. And this is on their own video, their own YouTube channel. And stuff. It says, America will no longer be a world superpower. Now think about that. Yeah. You have people blazingly in your face saying America's going yeah, down. It has to happen, yep. Right? And that's their goal. Now how is that not a national sovereignty issue? Why America, you know, you'll invade over in Iran and Iraq, but why aren't you invading the World Economic yeah. Forum and, and, and bringing to jail – Klaus Schwab yeah. and anybody that's from threatening a, to bring us down. From an NSA perspective, you think, hey, you're worried about me over here as a security threat? These guys have said blatantly, as you just We're going to bring your country yeah. down, right? You but think, basically mm-hmm. what they're doing, and this is the phraseology, that's bad enough. The phraseology, back to the China connection, is what they're bringing to the planet is called techno-communism. And I think that's why, when you understand what that means, that's why China is kind of, okay, at least now going along with the Schwab program. Because Schwab, and maybe this is their, and I'm just guessing, but Schwab is laying the foundation for a techno-communism to the whole planet. Call it the Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution, all you want. But basically, that's what you're bringing to the planet, right? And and maybe in their mind, they're going like, we'll let him do the dirty work. We'll we'll kind of go along. But the right point, we're going to turn on it and we'll take control. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I think that's a viable option. And again, the Bible would agree that at some point they're going to rebel as well as some other nations as well. Yes. But the, uh, the techno-communism basically is what is happening right now in China and has been for several years. And this is part of this great reset that they want to bring to the planet, Klaus and the gang. And every country, but China is the testing ground. Now, China has, if people are familiar, techno, you know, technology and communism to bring it. They are micromanaging every aspect oh, of people's lives over there. Because they can. Because they can, yep. because they're a communist nation and have yep. fun speaking up against the government. So basically, that lack of ability to speak up against the government or you will be punished or killed, that's part of the program, the Great Reset. Most people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. That's really literally what's going on. But the other aspect is the techno part. China has a system in place that's called the uh, social credit system. Mm -hmm. And if anybody knows anything about that, that is the biggest big brother thing on steroids. And it's not just micromanaging people's finances, but it's tied them with their massive big brother system, which is run by AI, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, where they are, you're monitored on everything. Where you go out in public with their massive multi-hundreds yeah, of yeah. millions of cameras, CCT yep. system that's over there. They see everything you do. You can't go anywhere without anonymity. They know everything you do, what you buy, what you sell, what you post online, who you hang out with, your friends. They know your exact location everywhere. And it's tied into the system that they call the social credit system, right? And basically, you are punished or rewarded on what you do because they're watching everything about you. And this is not coming. This has been in place for years. I, yes. I call it, yep. again, the training ground, and dare I say Klaus does too. That's why he likes That's why he likes China, because he wants to bring <laughs> exactly. the China experience, techno-communism yep. to the whole planet. And, yep. and again, I think that's why they're working with them. So, at least at this point. But uh, they want to bring that to America. But most people are starting to catch on to like, wait a second, I don't want to be punished by the government if I, and this is what's happening in China with their social credit system. If you speak out against the government, then your credit score, your social credit score goes down and maybe now you won't be able to get that loan. Uh, they even got things where if they catch you jaywalking or letting your dog litter where it shouldn't be littering, mm -hmm. you will be punished. It, it constantly will bring you down. If you hang out with the wrong people, or certainly, of course, speak out against the government or the agenda, it keeps going down. And you basically are punished by the system electronically because you're yep. always monitored 24-7 into compliance. Okay? He wants to bring that to the whole planet. Now, most people are starting to catch on China's basically prison plan, uh, the social credit system. Most people, and so they don't want to use that term. Well, the term that's being pitched here for the U.S., of course, they're not going to say social credit system because everybody thinks China, the China experience. Exactly, yeah. It's called the ESG. Expl the yeah, environmental ESG. Yep. Social Government. And it's the same scoring system to where you will be punished if you do not do what they say you need to do, including your beliefs, right? On climate change, the environmental, the social, are you woke or not? Are you following the woke agenda? Are you speaking out against the LGBTQ crowd or whatever? Are you speaking against the, the woke agenda or the greens or uh, the, all this stuff, right? And you will be punished. Now, by the way, this just happened in Congress. There were some people that were trying to pass a bill to limit the ESG program coming to the United States. You know what Biden just did? He vetoed it. It was his first veto. This was just it? happened. Well, uh, okay. And you're going like, well, why would he do that? That's against America that we're going to be micromanaged like China. Because he's working for yeah, Klaus. Absolutely. How many times yeah. have we got to say this? Yeah. Right? And, and so, so, of course, they're not going to call it social credit score. It's techno-communism. And they're bringing it to the planet as we speak. But here they've just changed the, the, the terminology, ESG. Let, 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 let's, let's stop for a minute there. Because um, what I saw is in the initial stages of 
the health crisis. Okay. You had the Biden administration saying, well, you know, we're not involved in any of that. You know, that's, you know, that's not our business. We don't, we don't speak about people's personal decisions or medical decisions. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I appreciate the government mining. So they said, but we'll leave it up to the employers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was pretty, pretty, pretty uh, slick. So then now you have the employers saying, we have special requirements now for you to work here. And then after they, it seems that the current administration, after they saw the, the businesses do it, and then you saw the response, the public opinion kind of shift because of fear. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden later, they totally doubled back. They were like, yep, now it's required on a, a federal level because mm -hmm. now, well, first of all, this is only required as a federal level because we're the federal government. We can require this. And, but what you do in your own place, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. So here, what, what we're seeing now is this kind of ESG mentality. The, the, even though he vetoed it, the government doesn't need to do anything. They just say, hey, like, like we've seen now with some of the Twitter files, hey, there was tremendous pressure by the government to the businesses to mm -hmm. implement censorship, canceling, and we saw this. And so they can do it a lot through the businesses who mm -hmm. comply. Yeah. And then later it becomes official government policy. So I think what we saw with the medical thing, with the mm -hmm. businesses first and then government policy, yeah. we saw it here. Well, and that is the background background of the ESG system. It's going to be the giz, the corporations and things, and everything will be scored, the banking system, all that stuff. But but when Biden vetoed it, he mm -hmm. didn't veto it to stop it. He stopped them from, from being limited. Yeah, right. Exactly. So he's all in on this. He's, yeah, yeah. So because there were enough people in our Congress, believe it or not, that s saw that this is completely un-American. This yep. is basically the Chinese system come here with a new label, and there's no way we can do this. And so they put the, together this bill to limit it which I thought was not good enough. You should stop it. Stop it, not limit it. Right. Yeah, but absolutely. even the limiting one that was Biden says, absolutely not. It's going full yep. steam ahead because that's who he's working for. But you're right. The corporations are the one that's going to enforce this uh, again, just like they did with the round one. Uh, and then that'll just become a new way of life. Yeah, it'll just be new life. People get used to it like they did. And then the government comes in and they, as you know, they, they slip it into some of these other laws and then it becomes part of the politics. Right. Um, so... Man, we I, I, we could do this all day. This is great having having here. Let's switch <laughs> to another topic because it goes into this one in your in a couple of your chapters here. Uh, Mark of the Beast, yeah, the global conditioning uh, and chip implants. So, what we just saw as it relates to some of the background of the ESG uh, and others, the technology is coming. The goal, as you read earlier, uh, Revelation thirteen, we're coming to the mark. Global conditioning. What do you mean by global conditioning? Well, the global conditioning has been going on for a long time because ultimately what these guys are bringing in, they don't call it that, of course, not because people would freak out. Mm -hmm. It's the market to be system. And it's basically micromanaging the planet, Revelation 13, not just with a one world government, a one world religion, uh, but they're taking over the global economy, a one world economy. But they want to tie people into this global matrix, this system biometrically. And including your finances, your ability to buy and sell. Well, you know, they, they have all their phraseology to describe it. It's going to be great. It's going to build this utopia. Won't that be great and convenient? But it's what the Bible calls the market to be system. That's hence the title that we mm -hmm. have there on the, the resource. Um, but uh, the aspect is that uh, what they uh, want to do is they want to um, not only bring this in, most people don't realize they've been working on getting people used to the idea of being tracked like a rat, uh, monitored every aspect with this big brother society that we're, we're living in, um, 
The cell phone that we have is the biggest Big Brother device ever invented in the history of mankind that not only tracks your exact location anywhere on the planet, but it also, and this is common knowledge now, it listens to your conversations. Yeah. It even videotapes you when you're not watching, right, and things of that nature. Even the, even some of their technology in our homes that we brought into our homes, like Alexa. the lace with that the Alexa, Alexa yeah, that's absolutely. on tape that they're recording your conversations, yeah, they and they're sharing not. them in the back end. Yeah, but not only that, even like things like the 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 Roomba robot and stuff that's uh -huh. taking pictures and thing, you know, all this weird stuff is like, what's going on? You know, so it's all tied together, and we've been under the guise of convenience, bringing all this Big Brother technology into our homes. It's not just in the cities when we walk around. Every restaurant, every gas station, every, there's a camera everywhere on street lights, street corners, and but it's now in our homes, so it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous, and that's what they want, right? They call them smart cities, and basically uh, supplant the word smart with Big Brother, and that's what they've they've created. But my point is, that's bad enough. Now they want to go the next step, and they want us, like the Bible says, it's going to be biometrics which means you're going to be tied into this electronic system with a body part. So mm -hmm. what biometrics mean, yep. right? The Bible calls it mark of the beast. And the Bible calls it out, the hand or the forehead. Mm -hmm. And so these guys have been conditioning for years, and we bring this out, uh, even before this crisis that they mm -hmm. created to get the ball rolling to make their 2030 date to bring this system in. And they want everybody on the planet microchipped. I've got Klaus on tape in 2016. He was doing an interview in the UK, and he freely admitted that just as, and this is 2016, just as we are have been used to allowing microchips into the products that we buy, the clothing, he forewarned, even back then, we will all have chips. He's, he really loves the brain chip. Mm -hmm. And the, he said the chip will have a chip in our head and stuff of that nature. And that was very alarming in 2016. 2017, the very next year, I got him, share the tape, we transcribe it in the book. He is at the World Economic Forum and he is interviewing uh, Sergey Brin. Sergey Brin is the co-founder, along with Larry Page, of Google. Mm -hmm. Google is developing one of the biggest AIs yep. and has for years, which I think is being used to run the back end of this system that they're great resets building, the Big Brother system and financial system. Because you can't hire enough people, you need something superhuman. Yeah, well, that's where AI yep. comes in. That's why Klaus is big on AI. It's all been planned. Anyway, so he's interviewing Sergey Brin on stage. And I kid you not, it's on tape, man. It's just like, man, you've got to be kidding me. So he fills in the blank what he meant in 2016 that just like we got used to having microchips in our clothes, we're going to have them in our brain. Now he's having this discussion with Sergey Brin, and he says, yeah, and we're all going to get chips, and he points to the head again, these brain chips, and then he swings his arm to the, the audience there, and he says, and for instance, it will allow us to do things like we will know instantly how you liked or didn't like the discussion that we're having right here, mm -hmm. right now. So it's thought control and things of that nature. Yeah. But in order for that to happen, it's not just the buying and selling aspect of being microchipped and biometrically tied in the system. Uh, they want to go even deeper. And they want to not just know and control your buying and selling that Revelation mentions. They want to know your exact location. But here's the big thing people don't get. They want to know your thoughts. And this is not a conspiracy theory. This is their own words. This is what they want to bring. You're thinking the technology's not here. I got a... a, a uh, expert uh, admitting in the industry, who, by the way, he thinks it's a good thing, that what is coming with these brain chips, right? And these brain chips uh, not only are pitched as, well, they'll help people uh, who are in a paralysis state and they'll regain their usage of their limbs back, or it'll be convenient uh, if that's not you, but you'll be able to, with your thoughts, you'll be able to send an email or respond mm -hmm. to a phone call. Mm -hmm. You look at the younger generations, they'll think that's cool if I just get the brain chip. 
The other aspect is your thoughts. It, they will, and this is, and this, and then they're pitching like, well, this would be great for the soldiers who suffer and other people who suffer from PTSD yep. because we can go in and we will isolate that thought that you keep thinking that's giving you PTSD and we'll delete it. Yeah. And so they're pitching it as a good, healthy thing, right? Yeah. Or people with depression. Boy, that's everywhere nowadays, that is, right? Yeah. And so we'll go in and delete all those depressing thoughts and you won't be depressed anymore. But wait, wait a second. What, what's that going to allow them to do? That means you, they got access, yeah. as crazy as this sounds, they got access to your thought life. Yeah. That rebellious thought that right? against the government. Right. We don't it, like that. Or, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that means, and they admit that they can not only delete, they can insert Mm. The military is big on brain chips, yeah, including our own country. Yep. This is from DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. But they're big on brain chips because they're looking at it from a soldier's perspective that we can basically create a remote control soldier. That's bad enough. But they said, well, and for instance, it's like the Matrix movie. The guy put the jack in the back of his head yep. and then he wakes up and all of a sudden he says, I know Kung Fu. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's put, what the military that model in there. Right. Yeah. That's where the military is or the, the military is saying that, see, this will allow us to download instructions immediately on the battlefield for anybody and all that and stuff. And remove fear. Imagine deleting fear from a soldier. Which, by the way, is a technique that Hitler used mm-hmm. at the end of World War II and he jacked his soldiers up with so much drugs that they were just absolute fiends. That's a whole other aspect. But even that trick is nothing new. Uh, but, but, the, but anyway, so they're going to have access to insert, delete, and monitor your thoughts with that. Now, now here's what's crazy. That's okay. bad enough. What, in another program, we read through this mm-hmm. Revelation 13. And what did it say there? At some point, not just the Mark system, one world, government, one world economy, cash society, the biometric system, the mark of the beast in the right hand, the forehead. But it says that they're going to have this image mm-hmm. of this beast. Right, of the Antichrist. And the order's going to go out globally. You need to worship the beast. And it said, all who didn't will what? Will be killed. Well, how are they going to know if somebody said, yeah, I'm going to worship the beast, or I'm going to worship the beast mm-hmm. on a global basis, and then know where they're at to be killed? Go back to this aspect, and these guys know your thoughts. They're going to know instantly. It's crazy, yeah. as it sounds like. But this is part of their great reset uh, that they think is going to be great yep. for the planet, this utopia. Uh, is building. And that's the important thing that people need to realize. Uh, they've been conditioning us. Right so, now, 51% of people in the UK say, yep, chip me, man. I want to be tied into the system. I want a brain chip. I want a hand chip. So let, 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 let's talk about that for a minute, uh, even more, because the key here that's conditioning, and when I look at, you said it earlier, is like for, you know, we'll talk about finances, economics in the next segment, but the conditioning aspect of, let's say you have a a 20 year old, they were born with a screen in their face yep. and now they have a smartphone and you have them from the beginning. Maybe they have virtual reality, video games, whatever the, the thing is. Um, they are more than happy uh, under the, I was, I was doing a, a podcast yesterday about this too, that these people are, these kids, I feel bad for them. They're, they're born in a situation where they see maybe you're, you're, maybe they're unpopular and what would distinguish them? Well, they're raised on Marvel. All you got to do is a little bit of genetics. Yeah. You know, w- would you get bit by a poisoned uh, radioactive spider in order to get spidey senses? How many of them would say yes? Absolutely would. Right. So they're conditioned not only by having the phone there with social media, all the woke, all the ideology, mm-hmm. but they also are influenced and conditioned by the movies. Mm-hmm. And they're used to being tracked. I said, well, I got nothing. What do I care? What do I care if they track? So, and then you, as you mentioned, why not chip me? Yeah, it saved me from carrying my phone. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, that's what we bring out. We go further back even before the planned crisis to that Klaus admits is the trigger to get all this into play. Mm -hmm. 
But again, by his own words, this is what he wants to bring to the planet. This is part of the package of the so-called Great Reset. But we go back and expose how this has been promoted in schools, secular schools. This has been promoted in Hollywood, in the media, this chipping. I mean, don't you want to, you know, for soldiers, it's, well, they get lost on the battlefield. You know, exactly. we, we don't want, right? or your kids. And, <laughs> and, and I actually got people on tape and it's been transcribed for the book. They, they're pitching to parents, right? I mean, hey, we've got used to our pets being chipped, yep. you know, uh, and if we lose Fido or Fifi, why not Frankie or Susie? Yeah. Right. And, and then, fear, right? then, of course, the, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Then they show the parents. They say, oh, I think it's great. Yep. You know, it's, I, I oh want the kidnappings. Yeah. You've heard about this and child abduction and, and sex trafficking. And it's all true. And that's horrible. It's true. But they're, they're, they get people all afraid. That and then, mm-hmm. well, see, the solution is you got to get chipped. Yeah. Right. That would solve it. it would right. Answer you got all people in Hollywood, news broadcasting. It's great. There's people, there's certain companies. We bring out one company. And um, where they their employees had to get chipped in, in order to not just open up the doors and for security purposes, but then it's like, oh, because these chips also not just control your proximity, they store and receive information, like your medical information, all this stuff. But they also make financial transactions. Go I, figure. I, the video that I, I watched, <laughs> he went up to the door, she went up to try to open the refrigerator, and he goes, no, 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 here, let me show you. Exactly. And then the door opens, and yeah. he, he got and a you, snack. you make your lunch. purchases. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So, so the condition has been here for a long time, right? Because I think that's one of the hardest sells, is yeah. who wants to get microchip. Yeah. But if you look at the statistics, and you mentioned, basically, not to pick on the millennials all the time, but millennials on down, who have been raised on nothing yeah. but this technology, it's the logical next step for them. And you and I are just old fuddy-duddies. Exactly. Like, you guys don't realize how awesome it's going to be. And Klaus, that's how he pitches it. He says, and I quote, uh, that just as we've gotten used to carry our cell phones on the outside of us, they will now integrate and be on the inside of us. And again, this is part of what he says, not only talking about brain chips and the great reset and what's coming. He says this phrase all the time in his interviews. The fourth industrial revolution that is coming, which is basically the fourth right. He said, it will not change what you do. It will change who you are. There will be an integration between your biological identity and all this technology, and you'll all be into basically what I call a Borg existence. And the kids will love it. I mean, I think about the generation coming up, and and, I mean, maybe there's a timing factor, but all these structures are being put into place. And so I, I, I feel for those that are, like I said, under 30, that as an unbeliever who has no framework, I mean, these aren't, most of them, as we know, in the church, we, we lose the teens, we lose the kids. Once they go to college and come back, most, you know, 80, 90% of them are gone out of the church. They don't want to come back. But while they're there, they're, lear- they're being conditioned, all, all these other things, these, these mindsets, social media. And you're like, they really have no, they're so blind because they don't come back to scripture. Mm-hmm. They've abandoned that worldview. They don't have a chance no. to be, I mean, Jesus, it's a deception. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, so last topic here the that you bring up, which I think we, we've kind of addressed, addressed a little bit of them, but let's talk a little bit about, you have your digital currency, digital scoring system. We talked about that, uh, the CBDC currency, global biometric. So, I read a book recently. There's a new book that came out just in October. It's called uh, Cashless, and it's excellent. It's talking about all the guys, not a Christian. I like them when they're not Christians, but they talk about all the wonders of cashless uh, here yeah. in America. And then I read another book called The AI Superpowers. It was written just about a year ago, but it's talking about in China, like Alipay, WeChat, mm-hmm. on the phone. You go to some of these societies because they were able to control it. Uh, 
Like, no, this community, you're going all cashless. Well, we don't want to. Too bad. We're the government. We're right. communist. We're doing it, and you have no choice. And, of course, the businesses will comply, or they'll lose all their, their permits and everything else to do business. So you come into many of them, and, and this guy's like, hey, I wrote this. I was there in 2017. This is a while. This is five years ago, six years ago. I went in. I had my, my, my money, and they're like, no, we don't take that here. He goes, so I had to attach my bank account to the, to the WeChat, the Alibaba chat, on my phone. 100% already done, sophisticated, perfected, but we don't see that. But let's talk about this transition now where the world, even you had something on India. Talk about India. In, in the video, you were talking about a, a guy from India going, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. They're very sophisticated there. Yeah, India is what, $1.2 billion? Mm -hmm. uh, so this is, you're, I mean, talk about another great nut on top of China. But now you got another big chunk of the planet. Uh, going cashless already there yeah already there and there i say also and many years ago they put together a biometric identity system and you're thinking well that's you know because you know sometimes scoffers say you know about the the seven-year tribulation the mark of the beast they'll say you know how long that would take to sit there and mark the whole people and all the planet it'd take forever take longer than the whole seven-year tribulation itself blah 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 not with modern technology nope. now and, and by the way countries are already doing it Yep. Right? But that's 1.2 billion. So they already put them on a biometric data that they're tied into this database system of the country. They go cashless and stuff. China? I mean, so China. So billion. you got another big chunk of the planet already there. Now you just, if you will, to use the words, now you're just on cleanup. Yep. And, and that's where we're at uh, as America. And that cleanup is fast approaching. And uh, now they have different terms for their digital currency. Uh, you know, in, in China, it's the one, the digital one, mm -hmm. right? And things of that nature. Uh, uh, America, there's a couple of versions, what they're calling it. Uh, it's, you know, Biden bucks or the digital dollar, <laughs> yep. but it's the, the same thing. It's the same, yeah. basically bring that China, India experience, cashless society over to us. And, uh, America is always the hardest sell because basically we, we have, love our, we love our freedoms, right? We love our freedoms, but also, and in fact, I have, uh, many friends over in Europe who years say we're watching everything that goes on there. And this is their words, not mine, Mondo. They say because America is the last bastion of hope. It is. They're already experiencing that the much other nations are further, uh, farther yeah. along, unfortunately, in this agenda. Uh, but they say if America goes, it's over. It's over. So that's why they're watching us, the American experience. Yeah. Will we fight back? Will, is there enough of us left? Yep. Uh, is, is what's going on. But anyway, so, uh, so America, they've been chipping away at us. And again, Biden's the key guy, right? Because he's working for Klaus Schwab. And, and again, both Aisles of the party, Democrat and Republican, yep. are World Economic Forum plants, call them SS yep, agents, whatever you want. distinction now. It doesn't matter. Corporations, yep. banking systems, they've all been trained. Again, he's had 50 years, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, training the SS agents and planning everywhere, including our country. But America, there's, there's a, 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 two things you need to do with America. You don't just need to get America to go cashless. You have to get rid of the American economic system mm -hmm. because the, the world global current financial system is based off the dollar. So if you're going to reset it, hence the Great Reset, uh, you have to get rid of the current system. Well, we're the current system. Yeah. So their first goal is we have to get rid of America being the dollar, like uh, the oil, being the back. That, we've seen that with the Right, and, and that's things. what Biden's been doing yep. the last couple of years. He's slowly dismantling our yep. economy on purpose. And But then there's going to create crisis. And dare I say, whether this is the complete end game, but now we're starting to see with all this two years of dismantling making not just dumb decisions, but deliberate decisions deliberate to destroy decisions, our economy, yeah. right? But now we're starting to see what's the latest thing. 
the banking I failures. Just, that's what I had written down. All right, the banking the failures. Banking so failures. What, what, what's with the banking failures? Well, number one, because the banking failures, uh, it's, it's causing uh, and the government's corralling people to go from the small independent banks, your local bank, right, uh, to the big banks. And because and the big banks are all in on this new digital uh, currency. And so that's happening before our very eyes. Now, whether this continues as a giant ongoing domino effect to become the excuse to finally go digital, I don't know. Or maybe it's the first step to, again, corral the people in the more independent ones who won't go along with the centralized currency. Let's, let's talk about that because yeah. the what I saw, uh, you and I were talking earlier, just in the, the Silicon Valley Bank, second largest bank failure after Washington Mutual, uh, the uh, other the signature bank, third largest. I mean, you're talking 200 billion uh, versus the biggest one was 300 billion. And then the other one is 31 billion, number four. They're like, these are way different. But what's interesting, talk about what Treasury Secretary Yellen, what she just said, because what happened, what I saw was with these latest bank failures, they came in, the FDIC normally guarantees up to $250,000 because of insurance. This is Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, blah, blah, blah. Hey, by the way, for all you people that lost money in the Silicon Valley, we know that you're wealthy. You have far more than 250000 We're going to cover it this time. Well, then she comes out and talk about what you were saying, how this latest doubt is, would force people from the smaller banks, the local banks, into some of the bigger players. Well, this was the bombshell. If anybody saw the interview, it's still out there. And basically, instead of what you would think they would do is pacify fears, make us feel more comfortable, hey, we're going to make it through whatever, she basically, in a nutshell, left a big giant question mark. And whether the, we would or whether we wouldn't ensure the smaller banks, mm-hmm. right? Big guys, you're okay. We'll take care of you. Yeah. And so, but it left enough of doubt. And this is what's happening right now. People are in droves. The reports I'm getting, they're ditching the small banks, the independent banks, because now maybe they will insure my money. Maybe they won't. I mean, they're supposed to. The FDIC that says mm-hmm. it, it's on the bank. But she just kind of said, maybe. Maybe not. Yep. And we'll we'll do that on an as-needed basis. Yep. Instead Just of saying, case, absolutely, yep. Yep. that's part of the FDIC program. See, that's you got nothing expect, to worry. That's what right? you'd expect. But she left a big fat question mark. Yep. I think it's on purpose because I think it's this first step back to the digital economy that they want to bring. And then it's forcing people from the independent banks who won't go along with this centralized currency to go to the big banks to be safe. To be and again, it's the fear factor. Yep. Right. So I think that's going on. As well. Now let's let's talk real quick though. People, because you got naysayers out there on this topic, and this is what people do not get, and we bring out in massive, great detail, including on tape. Uh, you're going like, well, so what? We're already digital anyway. I hardly ever use cash anyway. I mean, I pay my bills online. It's all electronic. I, I it's cashless. Ninety nine percent of the time, and, frank, I don't and have I'm one of those people. Yeah, I don't have cash. Right? Mm-hmm. And so they're saying, well, so what? So so we go to a digital dollar. What's the big deal? Now here's the big deal. The digital dollar, in a nutshell, we and we have a big chunk of the book and the the DVD set exposing this because people need to know this. It will create basically prison planet game over. And I'm not using hyperbole Mm -hmm. because here's what comes with the digital dollar. It's not just, it's all centralized now, central bank, digital currency, CBDC. That's what it means. Relabeled as Biden bucks or the digital dollar. Mm -hmm. They're already doing these other countries we mentioned, but it's not just, they're going to know every transaction because cash is anonymous. If I go buy something with cash, they don't know. What I bought, who I bought, whatever, it's cash. There's no record. They have record of a sale, but it's cash. Yep. But if it's all digital, they'll know every single thing that you purchase forever, forever, forever. Yep. Right? That's bad enough, but that's the tip of the tip of the iceberg. What the, and this is their words, what they plan on doing with the digital currency in America and around the world. 
Now they're going to control your behavior, right? Go back to the social credit score, ESG, whatever, because now it's digitized. You say, well, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to protest what the government's doing. I'm going to join that protest, right? Well, they're going to see you at the protest. They know where you're at and they will punish you. And you lost half your digital account. And you go there next week, they said, well, you better stop. We just took another quarter away. Yeah. And they will, they will liquidate your account. So they'll, they'll use the digital dollar system to get you to comply. Well, they okay. will control your behavior so, with so, that. So let's use an example and, and, uh, where, remember PayPal mm-hmm. just recently, mm-hmm. where they said, if you're doing this, we are going to penalize your account. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was all this blowback, and they're like, "Oh, well, we didn't mean it. That was a mistake, you know." But no, they, they were. It was like a twenty-five hundred dollars fine right. removed out of your account, right. Based on their new user agreement. Well, so they got caught, right? Saying it. They tried to sneak it in. But Trudeau from Canada, who is a World Economic Forum guy, okay, that's what he did during the strikes up there, the trucker strike. Yeah, Remember that? Absolutely. He took the he, he took froze the, their accounts, the uh, GoFundMe, right? Money. So, yeah. the, and which is the digitized money, absolutely. And so they did it. So, so that's what's coming. But that's still the tip of the iceberg. That's bad enough. They know everything, everything you're ever going to purchase ever. They're going to control your behavior because you'll be punished when you disobey, just like the Chinese system, mm-hmm. right? Then it also comes with a timestamp that they could put on it. They, they, they said this, uh, maybe they don't like that the economy's not moving fast enough or moving too fast. And so they'll put a timestamp on your money because it's all digitized, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if you don't spend your money by the end of the month, it will disappear. They will force you to do what they want with the money, which also with a timestamp will for, uh, prevent you from ever saving up money because yeah. maybe you're going like, man, this is nuts. I got to save up my money yes. and get out of here. This is a prison plan. No, you won't nope. because it's all gone by the end of the month. Yeah. So they'll put a timestamp on it. The other thing that they'll do uh, is they will create what's called geofencing and they'll geofence your money. Now, another we didn't even get into this aspect, but another part of the Great Reset is they want to put us in what's called 15-minute cities mm-hmm. where you will own nothing to be happy. Yep. And so you're going to be in this little prison pod. It's basically a digital yep. concentration camp is what they're creating. And you're not allowed to go beyond 15 money, minutes. You won't be able to spend your money beyond certain You know way. why? Because now it's all digitized. And they have the current. It's not coming. It's already here. So if you go outside your 15-minute radius in your 15-minute city in your 15-minute little prison pod they created for you in order to save the planet, supposedly, your money's no good. Yeah, It, it literally shuts off outside that yeah. perimeter. And that's why I say if they pull this off, even in America, it is game over. It is, yeah. Mondo, it's over. You won't be able to buy – oh, and let me share this. One of their big mantras, you'll eat less meat. You know, we're America. Don't tell me I'll eat whatever I want to eat. This is America. America. Yep. Right? Really? You go to the store, and even though you have the digital money in your account, the transaction will not go through yeah. because they know everything you buy. They You already hit your limit, your quota, for whatever they want to make up. Well, and I thought the one that, And it uh, won't work. You did it. It was a great job. I don't know where the spoof was, but whether the uh, – it was a European lady newscaster was like, oh, I'm so sorry that uh, we see that you're – that you're, we got your doctor's things and you're overweight, so you're not allowed to buy any sugar food. But we already see that. Like if you get a, if you're on government stamps, food yeah. stamps, you can't buy alcohol. It's already right. programmed in there that you can't buy certain things right. and, and cigarettes. But I'll go back to one last thing about the banks because the the tone I got with the latest bank failures is there are those who were watching um, the buildup to the bank runs so people were out withdrawing their money yeah but the people online were taking hey the bank's gonna fail the bank's gonna fail the bank's right. gonna fail they were promoting it to such a degree 
which became a self-fulfilling prophecy because then everybody went out and did it. Well, then when I heard uh, uh, Yellen talking about it, she was saying, the problem here is the ability for people to go withdraw their money right. cash-wise. Like people are going in and getting their cash out, uh, which caused the bank to fail. So how do you solve that? You solve that by removing the ability of cash, actual cash. Right. And so we need to go digital where people can't, where are they going to take it? They right. can't take it out. They right. can't transfer it out. It, so it would prevent all future bank runs. And not only that, that would prevent the other side of that coin, those who already took the money out thinking, I got a big wad stashed and I'm going to use it to, you can't, it's yeah, all digital. It's, so basically all yeah. your cash yeah. went deleted, even though you got it under your mattress, wherever, you can't use it anymore. No. It's all digital. That's why I say, if they yeah. pull this off and we're still alive and still here and the rapture hasn't happened, it's game over. It is game over. It's game I mean, over. Bank runs are, I mean, you think about uh, them encouraging bank runs because then it, it makes villain. It makes cash the villain, mm -hmm. which that was the flavor I got out of the last two bank uh, closures. Well, is, and dare I say, let me add this. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. That last crisis, the first one they used to kick this off for two years, what became really dirty and full of germs and really like, bad? Oh, I heard that. Yep, Remember that? Who, cash who, is who bad. Who, you're, that's COVID cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> because it's going it's to spread it's to you. It's all to prepare yep. people to let's it's it come on let's all work together as the human family yeah, don't, yeah. let's just let's let's start all over in, in a new way let's reset it and, and the whole thing has been yep. pre-planned by this guy klaus schwab i'm convinced he's bringing in basically what the bible warned about Everything the mark the of the bc yep. and the antichrist came in this tit for tat and it's also tit for tat what what people will say was a precursor to the antichrist hitler what he tried to do yep. he only got as far as germany but klaus is now taking it to the whole planet you know billy we could uh we could do this all day and it's i appreciate you being here because you have there's 12 discs i think there's 12 yeah and that's an it's an hour right are they an hour each or at half? least or more yeah so you yeah. have we could we could talk for hours but you have 12 hours in this new set which is just awesome so appreciate you being here today and those listening uh you need to get billy's new stuff it's it, it, not that if you are convinced if they're not convinced this would be the time that you could be but also to share it and evangelize as we know uh yeah. jesus is coming here well, we are and, and that's and let me let me add this you know people say man that was a big downer what do we do uh well the big thing is this why am i sharing this because one i i believe it's a sign that we're getting close to the rapture because we leave prior to the seven-year tribulation yeah. if we see these guys building the foundation for that then we know that we don't know the day nor the hour but we know it's got to be getting close so we need to finish strong and like you said we need our mindset every day is not fear. No, it's not a time to be fearful. No. It's time to be faithful. We need to get the gospel out like number four yeah. and get excited that our soon return is coming, uh, number one. Number two, I don't know how long we're going to be into this before we get raptured. Yep. Nobody does. Only God does. Like you said, it's probably going to get worse uh, before it gets better. And there's no guarantee that we're not going to experience some real hardships before Christ. We don't know before he comes and gets us. But if that is, I will say this. I don't know God's timing. Nobody does. Only God knows. Only the Father. But... There is one thing that these guys are are afraid of, and that's us. Yeah, and and because they're by they call themselves the elite. Elite by definition means what? Small number. Mm -hmm. There's one thing they're afraid of, even though they got their SS agents all over the place. Even though uh, the SS agents are all over the place, and they're, they've got all this stuff into in into play already. They're afraid of the masses waking up the sleeping giant. Yeah. And so our desire is to not only Christian finish strong and get your head out of the sand, but also look up because our redemption draws near mm -hmm. and finish strong. But number two, the, it's the old axiom, 
the only reason why evil triumphs is because good men do nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're f- desperately afraid of people waking up. And we want to share this information so people wake up. Number one, if you're not saved, get saved. Yeah. Right? But if you are saved or, or whatever, just they're afraid of too many. Because we, we will spoil the whole thing. Uh, and I'll use this analogy. They're the elite. They're small numbers. But the rest of us is the bulk of the population of the planet. If enough of us were to were to wake up, no matter what they try, they couldn't stop it. Mm-mm. Because we would be like ants swarming a caterpillar. Yep. You can't stop it. Oh, you'll kick and claw, whatever. But there's too many of there's us. Many. And that's the other thing. It's it's We got to get motivated. We got to not shrink back from the truth. Like I said, even here in America, short term, we have got to fight back against this yep. digital dollar. Because... If that goes in, it's game yeah, over. It we yeah. have to There's get no the information way. out. We have to share it with as many as we can. Yes, number one, if person's not saved, we need to share the gospel with them. Hopefully, they get saved. Yep. But number two, I, I'm just trying to buy time to do what God's called me to do. From man's perspective, yep. He's got it all mapped out. But all I know is, if I don't speak up and tell what's really going on, the truth, even in these geopolitical issues, our country's going down the tube, yep. Mondo, and we are headed for a prison planet. Yep. And right now, I still have the freedom as a Christian to share the gospel with great ease, relatively. Yep. And I don't want to lose that. I'm just trying to maximize my time for Christ. Yep. Right? And so my point is, we have to wake up. Yep. And we need to wake up as many people as we can. And I think, too, that we'll end it on this in the sense that there's, even though we see the federal government doing certain things, uh, certain agendas, woke agendas, we've seen resistance in the states. Mm-hmm. And, and the states are making laws against abortion. They're making laws against wokeism. They're removing, you know, critical race out of the schools. So there's still, we see these pockets of resistance, which is working at a state mm-hmm. level. Now, how long? It doesn't matter. But if we can do there, so don't be discouraged, e- even if we don't necessarily change the federal elections, because th- those right. can be questioned. But at the local level. Bingo. That's the key. Right. So, well, and you think about how do we get in this mess? Dare I say it was a grassroots movement from a small amount of people. Yep. We just need to flip it on its head. How do, how do you buy more time? Grassroots movement on a local level. Yep. And dare I say, stop putting your eggs all in the basket of a political savior. Agreed, yeah. We need sure. to act locally. We need to speak up locally in one community, one area at a time, yep. speaking the truth of what's going on. Uh, that's going to stave off this. Yep. Sure if we do nothing and do what they want us to do, react in fear. Fear immobilizes apathy, you. Which moves you to apathy. Right. Mm-hmm. Then Bad guess news. what? It's going to happen that much faster. Yep. Everybody, thank you for watching. Billy, thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you Mondo. And we'll, uh, we'll keep at it. Yep. Amen. Everything that we're doing at Prophecy Watchers is vital because Bible prophecy is coming to pass right before our eyes. And it has never been more important for believers to understand what the Bible says about the days that we are living in. In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control, but we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran. China's march to world domination, the likelihood of another global pandemic, the rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. The Prophecy Watcher magazine features articles 
from leading prophecy experts like Gary Stearman, Mondo Gonzalez, Thomas Ice, Randall Price, L.A. Marzulli, Bill Salas, and many others. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the Ancient Book of Enoch, Heaven and the New Jerusalem, the Biblical Case for the Rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the Battle of Gog and Magog. This special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait. Pick up the phone right now and call the toll-free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world.